0: From the moment LeBron James said, I felt the pop on Christmas Day to right now, it's gone about as badly as it could for the Lakers.
1: King James, he is King James. You mean drama king. But he James. also is the drama king. Mm-hmm. There's no, no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about no. it. Russell didn't know at the time that it was a
2: child. And then once he realized it was, he used it as a teacher moment.
1: Chris Broussard here, and welcome to the brand new Hoops on Fox podcast. This podcast will give you your daily dose of all things NBA from Fox Sports, including the best content from Skip and Shannon, Nick Wright, plus special guests, fresh NBA content from myself, post-game interviews from NBA stars around the league, and much, much more. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a
3: five-star review. Up first, Chris Broussard joined Skip and Shannon to break down the Lakers' struggles. Chris, what percent of the blame is on LeBron for the Lakers' recent struggles? Look, I think it's
1: easy to sit here and a lot of people are saying, put 100%. It's all on LeBron because of the drama. I haven't drama. heard 100%. OK, because of the, mostly, because of the drama mm-hmm. and the dysfunction. And, and, and LeBron, King James. He is King James.
4: You mean drama but king. But he James.
1: also is the drama mm-hmm. king. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about yeah. it. But when I look at this thing in totality, and I'm guessing you're at 100, maybe 98. No. And you're at 0, or no, maybe no, 2. Higher. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm, on, I'm saying 50%. Wow. And here's why. I went higher than you. Yes, Okay. I- all the drama, LeBron brings drama, but he's brought drama the last nine years. Okay? And, and they've had success. Mm-hmm. They've gotten to the finals every year. They've won three championships. So we know that you can still play at a high level with all the drama that LeBron brings. Also, I have to factor in the good with the bad. Are are we even talking about the Lakers if LeBron's not there? Nope. Are they ever the fourth seed in the West this year if
4: LeBron's not there? Nope. No. Well, we so, shouldn't be talking about him now except he's there.
1: Yeah, right? but yeah. but okay. he he you you take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, is it LeBron's fault that he missed eighteen games? That Ingram missed thirty or Ingram's missed eleven. Rondo's missed thirty four. And Lonzo's still out. Was yep. he missed, 13, and mm-hmm. who knows when he'll be back. Right. That, I can't put that on LeBron, especially when they were the fourth seed in the West when he right. got hurt. Is it his fault they went 6-12 and 12 without him? No, I can't put that on him. Now let's get to the AD saga. That's what everybody's talking about. I have to put a lot of that on the front office because why didn't Magic and Rob Polinka get out in front of this? Now, the leaks, we assume, I think it was even reported, they came out of New Orleans. We think they came out of New you Orleans. You know they did. Okay, there may have been a low-level leaker in the Lakers organization. You know how this works. Who knows? But whatever the case, Magic and or Palenka have got to get out in front of that and be like, look, I don't know where these trade rumors are coming from. We like our team. Now, yeah, we're, like everybody else, we're trying to improve. Everybody but Golden State is trying to get better. But we like our young guys. And we feel good about the team we have. It's called a business decision, all right. Every team isn't out there letting it be out there that you want your players traded. They let it go
4: too far, and well, that's on well, how, the front office. How can you office. stop the runaway train that is Clutch Sports and Rich Paul? They're they're the biggest. Rich Paul didn't
1: of all. give a team. He never gave New Orleans Lakers or bust. And I and well, I just sure came look, across it's exact. impossible to divorce LeBron from Clutch. It's yeah. impossible. Right. So I get why he's in you know viewed, perceived to be involved in that. And who who knows how much he was involved with that? We know he wants A D. Right. But I'm saying Magic can get out in front of that, and like I said, say we like our team. Kill the rumors. When, when Brian Windhorst reported that LeBron's blowing off Luke Walton's plays, Magic. Brian's wrong on that one. He literally said Brian was wrong on that. And he squashed it. It didn't become a big deal. I'm not saying he could have totally squashed it, but that should have been a part. Huh. Now, let's get to LeBron. Because he's, he's. I said 50%. What I have issue with LeBron in is, number one, you should not have been openly talking about Anthony Davis. When they ask you, hey, LeBron, would you like to play with AD? Man, no, I'm not talking about other players. Do that. Don't be on the All-Star Draft show laughing and giggling about tampering and getting AD Mm -hmm. and all that, you know. So don't go on Rachel Nichols' interview and say, I'm going to recruit. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be recruiting. Because that makes your teammates think we not enough. Mm -hmm. So don't do that. That's my problem. Number two, too much me and them. I said it on here the other day. Mm -hmm. Too much, it should be we. There's a time, it's rare, but there's a time to drop the hammer on the guys Mm -hmm. when it's, Y'all got to pick it up. But that's rare, and LeBron should be more me or we and them. We and us, you know, instead of me and them. And then thirdly, the defense. I don't recall, and I haven't watched every player as closely as I've been watching LeBron. I have not seen defense like this ever. James Harden. I know. I, I haven't seen it like 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 James is at least putting a little effort in. front You're talking
4: me. about LeBron or yeah, the team? Yeah, LeBron. I haven't either. Yes, I've, never, I've never like I've never he's seen
1: standing like literally yeah. just standing in the paint,
4: watching. Yep,
1: And if they drive by him, he's watching. He just watching. If you. they if his man out there shoot the three, you said the Brazilian Kevin Durant, he, I, I've never
4: seen this. He did it some in the playoffs last year, but he would pick his spots right. to go ahead and try to play defense. Mm-hmm. This is a tr- so so I put blame on LeBron but I'm at 50%. Go ahead, skip. I can't tell you how much I disagree with almost everything you said, but I'm going to go back and start with Shaq. And I love Shaq, but he missed the boat on this one because he's trying to place 100% of the blame on the young Lakers, mm-hmm. saying, hey, I got traded six times. He actually got traded three times, Shaq did in his career. But he's just saying it's part of the business. Swallow it, eat it, and, and, and like it. Just go on to the next game. That's exactly what they did. This has become a false and misleading narrative fueled by LeBron in postgame at Memphis that the kids have quit on him. I look at what the kids have done since the trade deadline, and Josh Hart is hurt with a – he's got knee tendonitis and got a PRP shot, so I'm i am going to give him a pass on that. And I got to give Lonzo a pass because he's yeah. – I think he's passed. I think he's gone for the rest of the year, and it's because of the Luke issue. I just think they don't want him back, and he doesn't want to come back, and I'm pretty sure he won't be a Laker next year. But that's – so he's out of sight, out of mind. So now I have to focus – On Kyle Kuzma, since the trade deadline, he's averaged 23 points and shot 45% from three. That's not quitting. Brandon Ingram has played even better since the trade deadline. He's averaging 23 points. He's shooting 47% from three since the trade deadline. That's not quitting on LeBron. My eye test tells me LeBron has quit on the team. That it was actually LeBron at the trade deadline who sat back and said, I thought I was going to get him, and I didn't get him, and it tears my heart out, and now I'm just going to have to go through the motions, get the rest of this year over with, and wait until I get my co-star next season. That's that's everything smacks of that on offense as well as on defense. And by the way, with LeBron unigniting the defense, do you realize they've given up the most points in, in all the NBA since the trade deadline? Well, that's <laughs> yeah, outrageously wrong. That's That's why that since LeBron's come back, they're three and six. Mm -hmm. The only time this team was troubled, the only time the kids quit on the team was at Indiana. LeBron came back, it was his second game back, and they got humiliated and annihilated by 42 points because it was two days before the trade deadline and the fans were chanting, LeBron's gonna trade you.
1: Right? I, that, that I've okay. never heard a chant like that.
4: Okay. That's, well, so that's, what that's what the best JaVale?
1: chant for opposing fans. It was <laughs> the best ever, fight. but JaVale's might have JaVale topped it. was him. better.
4: Not worth <laughs> trading. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's really clever, really inventive, <laughs> and it worked because it just ripped the Lakers oh, apart that night, sure. and there's no Victor Oladipo, and they still lost by 42. Yes. But once the trade deadline passed, the kids all seemed fine with it, but LeBron is not fine with it. And I even have big issues with him on offense because he's starting to resemble Lonzo of last year when Lonzo was pouting about the rotation, the way Luke was using him or not using him, Mm -hmm. when Lonzo would just casually flip the ball to the perimeter and then go stand. LeBron does that a lot. And I say attack, like at Memphis. Memphis was ready at tip-off to lose the game. But the big dog, LeBron, the best player on the planet, he's got to go full force into attack mode early on, and then they'll say, no, Moss, we give up. But he didn't. He's flipping the ball around the perimeter. You shoot it. No, you shoot it. No, you shoot it. There was no real attack mode from LeBron. Well, that's that, they need him to, to be that guy. That, and we've seen him in playoff games, like at Boston last year. He would just, from tip-off, you just say, he's got this. You know? Have don't you seen you that
1: body language? I think he's pacing himself because he's probably not in the best of shape coming back from that injury. Okay, and I think
4: offense, like – he, he did, did get a one, break. He the, did get 18 games off. The one
1: question I have for you though is this is if he's quit on them, why would he put it out there I'm activating. Okay, you. well that sounds because good. Because that puts Okay, that sh- puts don't tell me, show me. You. Show like, me. I will say this, I do think LeBron miscalculated this going to LA, yes. thinking there's not going to be like he's I think he's starting to get more heat now than he's had okay, in Okay, fine.
4: That, I'm not time. surprised by that, but you're right about so, it. And I
1: think saying I want to be activated only puts the... Now yeah. we're really looking, okay, we want to see the LeBron okay. the last Have you seen
4: him activate? Playoff. No, I have not either. But
3: Next, Antoine Walker joins Nick and CeCe to discuss the current state of the Boston Celtics.
5: CeCe, how do you explain what has been going on with this Boston team in this, in this most recent stretch? It's
6: really hard to explain. I mean, the, as talented as they are and they were adding, after last year's run in the playoffs, they were adding two All-Stars and Gordon Hayward, not knowing where he was going to be, but he was a former All-Star, and Kyrie Irving. We thought Kyrie Irving would be back to All-Star form, which he has been, having one of his best seasons individually. But to me, what I'm seeing is, and, and, and if we listen to everything they said, they don't like being around each other, but I'm shocked because I watch these sound bites of players and everything, and what I'm starting to find out is, it's hard to explain why you lose. And I keep seeing guys struggle with it. They struggle with the questions and everything. And it's hard to explain why now is it so hard, Antoine, for the NBA players and and just that constant media every day. Because I know I went under it, but now I'm starting to see it. But it seems like every game we're getting, they can't explain why they're losing. What are we watching right now?
7: It's unfortunate, but, you know, you want to be a leader in this league, you, in the NBA, you have to be able to take the good with the bad. And one thing about being a leader, you got to, when the team is rolling, you're supposed to take the praise. You're supposed to praise your team and your mm-hmm. teammates. But if you're the leader of the team and when things are going bad, you kind of shoulder the blame and take it on, on yourself as the leader of the team. And players respect that. And they usually respond to that. And that, Kyrie, it goes back to the phone call that he makes with, Le- with LeBron James. It, he's not a leader. Like the, he's, a, he's a great mm-hmm. player. He's a superstar in this league. I would love to have him on my team. He's a closer.
6: Do you think we we just appoint great players, leaders more often, and we miss on
7: that? Oh, without question. We, we always do that. Sometimes you don't know behind the scenes who's the leaders on the team. Sometimes you pick up a veteran guy, and he's the leader on the team. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, you can tell that they don't have any no togetherness. I talked about that earlier. Nobody's, nobody's going to dinner together. Nobody's hanging out. They're playing the games. And they're 13 games over 500, They're not having that bad of a season. But the goal was probably 60-65. Yeah. Mm. Probably, you know, contend for a title. It's the
0: weight of expectations.
7: Yeah. And they're, they're not living up to it. And, and obviously those guys haven't bought in completely the Jason Tatums, um, Jalen Brown. Whether they the success they had last year, they feel like they should be in better spots, better roles. They haven't bought into it. And that goes, you got to start with Brad Stevenson on that, and then Kyrie Irving being the best player on the team.
0: The last, or oh, during this three game losing streak. They've lost five of seven, but these three games since the break, they lose a one-point game in Milwaukee. There's no shame in that. You get get beat badly by the Bulls. There's some shame in that. And then you get whooped by the Raptors, a team you're going to have to go through. What is most notable about those three games is every single one of those games, they had a lead after the first quarter, and every single one of those games they got annihilated in the second quarter once the bench unit came on. Is that something that can also add to some of the Lack of continuity within the team that, all right, the starters got us in one spot. And then all of a sudden, by the time the starters, the full start is back in midway through the second quarter, we're fighting uphill because the bench unit, which was supposed to be one of the strengths of the mm-hmm. Celtics, has let go of the
7: rope already. Well, most teams that come out the all-star break, you probably had 25, 26 games. So most coaches are going to put the schedule on the board, where we need to be at. We, we're starting to think about seeding. Where are going? The, the Celtics right now in the fifth seed, they're probably going I got them finishing four. I think they catch Indiana. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to play probably Philly. Or they play in the end of the first round. So they may be able to get out the first round. Right. and But then it'd be Milwaukee. But now it's going to be Milwaukee or Toronto. Yep. Probably going to be Milwaukee. And you, the season ends then. And, and that's where the disappointment comes in at because the expectation was much higher. And sometimes you got to avoid teams that you're not, that you're not good against to just have your number. All these things take place after all-star break, and I don't see it with the Celtics. And it's so those certain games you want to see where you're at. Last night was a Test game. Test yourself. You, okay, want to see, yeah. you want to see where you're at. You want to see what guys play well against this team, certain matchups. And they laid an egg last night and got blown out.
5: So the leadership issue is an interesting one because we've talked about the the guys playing. We talked about Gordon Hayward coming back and the system and Kyrie and all of it. But can you win with a superstar but without a leader on your team? I mean, is that the one thing that seems to be missing with these guys, leadership something? that You always talk about this, Antoine. These guys don't go out to eat together. These guys don't do things together. Is that what this team might be missing?
7: I think they are missing. I think when when you see... Kyrie Irving called LeBron James and ask him for leadership advice. I think obviously is on the court and it's off the court. But that's something Kyrie has to be willing to do, regardless of with the Celtics the rest of this season or even going forward in his career, whether or not he wants to be that one A guy. Or do he want to go join a Kevin Durant where he can be the 1A guy and he can take a back seat? He did a great job with the cameras being in LeBron James' face and not having to ask, answer the big questions.
6: Right. I think some things that, that people miss when you're talking about a leader on the team, there's different levels of leadership. No one just has one leader. Like, you need other lieutenants, other people that have the authority to be able to do certain things, say certain things to certain guys. And for me, Al Horford has done a good job because he sacrificed his role. He's a max player and everything, but he sacrifices for this team. They play well with him on the court. You have not heard people say one negative thing about Al Horford. Marcus Moore, he can can play for me. He can play basketball for me. He plays hard on both ends. He brings a certain grit to the court every day. And look at how other players respond to him. He's been a good leader. Now, how are we going to finish out games? Is this my team? Some of them little particular things that I know are very, very important to Kyrie Irvin. When he demanded getting out of Cleveland, he demanded going certain places because he wanted his own team. Boston was not that team. And all these other top teams we have in the NBA, you can say oh, they have one thing in common. One guy knows that's their team. In regards to how deep Golden State is, that's Steph Curry's team. Go up and down. We even talked about Denver being the only team questioned by, okay, whose team is this of the top eight teams? Boston, whose team is this? Is it Kyrie Irving's team? No, because if he would, he would have had more positive comments talking about the summer and pending free agency. And to,
7: to that, Chris, one thing about being a Celtic, I played there seven and a half years, is you, 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 you get that pride when you're in that building and you're around all those ex-players because they're still very much connected to it. And you want to be a Celtic. And I said this last time I was on the show, I don't believe he's a true Celtic. I think he's in a situation where he knew he had two years. If it works out, we do something special, I may stay. But now I got an opportunity. I'm going to be a free agent this summer to go where I want to go. And you can tell by his comments. I mean, last night, you still 13 games over 500. You still in You lost. I mean, you had a right. bad game. But you're going to defend your team right. and say, we're going to move on. But to have no comments and to leave your other players out to dry, leave Marcus Smart comment out to dry, lets you know how, how concerned he is about sleeping on the Celtics.
0: Well, what we're talking about, the level of play demanded and the level of leadership demanded, we cannot just be nonchalant about how few players – have ever reached that caliber. I can be an MVP caliber player throughout the year, be a leader of the team, and we can win a championship with me as the guy. Since Jordan retired, there's seven guys that check that box. Shaq, Duncan, D. Wade, Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowitzki, LeBron, and Steph. We have had a bunch of great players over the last 20-some years. Mm-hmm. We, we Kevin Durant has not checked that box yet. Right, like we, Giannis has not Kawhi, as great as he was, he wasn't the guy, the the leader. The Mm -hmm. the so there are so Kyrie. It's not unfair to say he's not that yet. Most guys never are that. Most guys never get to that level, and they need they need that from him. But the other thing they need is for guys to play better. They, they, listen, we, they didn't get two All-Stars. They got one All-Star back because Gordon Hayward's not an All-Star. And they need Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier and, to a lesser extent, Jason Tatum to understand, you know what? This year might not have been as, as fun as the playoff run was. But another playoff run will be very fun. And if we, get, if we pull the rope in the same direction, we're more likely to go on that playoff run. Because otherwise, this Celtics team is poised right now to be one of the most disappointing teams in recent memory. They were projected for the second most wins in the NBA this year. Right now, they'd be out in the
6: first round, lucky to be out only in the second. I believe you can play football at a high level professionally and not like each other. Because you got certain roles and stuff to play, I do not believe as a basketball and as a basketball family, Antoine, you can be successful and not like each other. In the Celtics right now, we have heard that repeated theme: don't like playing, don't like being here, not having a good time. For me, it's hard to be a championship team when you don't like I, those 12 to 15. Two guys
7: championships there. I got with Miami. I told you story. 15 strong. We were a very together group. In college, when I won a national championship, we are right now on a group chat. All 15 guys still friends together. Mm. We still talk together. It's 2016. We celebrate our 20-year anniversary. We're still good friends. So usually, usually when you're friends, you, you just can win some things. Tell
0: Ron Mercer we say what's up.
7: <laughs>
3: now, Dante Jones sits down with Charlotte Hornets All-Star Kemba Walker. We're at the TSO Style Lounge with Kemba Walker, the All-Star, from the Charlotte
8: Hornets. Please tell me where, about where we're out and how much this means to you to have All-Star in your hometown. Man, it's just it's a real feeling, um, but I'm excited. Uh, it means a lot to me to represent this city, uh, represent my, my organization. Um, it's gonna be fun, man. I mean, I know everybody's kind of looking to me uh, for the, about the whole weekend, but no, I'm, I'm ready for it. Well you play for the most iconic man in, in, in basketball right now give me your favorite michael jordan story that you have so far because <laughs> it would be amazing for me to have michael jordan at the end of my bench watching me play giving yeah. me pointers yeah all the time man. that's that's my guy um i'm definitely blessed to have a great relationship with him um but my, my my best and favorite is when i was uh when i was a rookie um he pulled me he pulled me to the side pulled me to the office and you know he he, he basically told me you know to to play the way he drafted me to play. Um you no, know, I didn't want to I was a young kid. I didn't want to step on anybody's toes or try to do too much. You no, know, uh, you no know, just trying to show respect to the older the older guys, but I think he kind of sensed that. You know, kind of broke me out of my shell. Now, we all grew up watching the All-Star game and and wanting to play this game that we love so much. Did you ever see yourself actually being here and, and being an All-Star? No. No. Um yeah, if I if I said yes, I would most definitely be lying, but um to be an All Star, man. I mean, when I got named to my first one, I was, I was super excited. Um, you no know, tears came to my eyes just because I couldn't. It was just not even a real feeling. So, sure, you no, know, just the hard work has really paid off in my career. So, um, yeah, it's, it's always special every time I get named All Star. Now, T- Tissot is the official watch of the NBA and the official watch of All Star Weekend. Yeah. Now, I see you got a fresh watch on you. Yeah. How, how important? How important is a watch to your style? Uh, a watch is pretty important, man. And no, Tito did an amazing job. Bless me with this watch right here. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to add it to my wardrobe. But um, yeah, you know, I love having little accessories on, so this is one that I would definitely get get added. Now you're a part of All Star Weekend right now, and we have a historic moment because we have two NBA champions who are having their last All Star Weekend with D Wade and Dirk. Yep. Do you have any distinct memories of, over your career playing against these guys? Um, man, I know for sure D Wade. Man, um, a few years back we played against him and um. Here in Charlotte, Game Six in the playoffs, and he just went into old-fashioned D way, man. It was it was really heartbreaking. Um, he had two huge threes. He had he hadn't hit a three-pointer in like since like December, and um, he had two big ones on us, man. I was super pissed, but at the same time, man, you know, whenever you get a chance to to, to witness greatness, man, you 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 gotta you gotta embrace it, and I, and I did that. It was it was it was special. All right now um please explain to me what the city of charlotte means to you this is a, your, your only nba team mm-hmm. it has embraced you i was in my car coming here and the driver said oh kimba's at the TSO store <laughs> tell her i'm from from connecticut he means the world to our city please tell me what charlotte means to you oh uh, man charlotte charlotte means a lot um you know this place has allowed me to to grow as a player to grow as a man um allowed me to play through my mistakes early in my career, you know they could have easily, you know, lost faith in me and my team, um, but they embraced me. They embraced us um, throughout my eight years here, and it's been it's been nothing but love. Um, you know, I'm, I'm able to you know, I'm able to walk around here and you know be be somewhat normal um, and not really be overwhelmed by fans, which I love the most about the the fans out here. And last but not least. We all have our favorite NBA players of all time. Who sits on your Mount Rushmore? Um, damn, it's a lot. I got to um, give you your first one. You got to say oh, MJ. No question. Rav, you no me. question. I'm going to get you in no trouble when you go back. <laughs> so you got to say MJ. MJ's MJ. number one on right there. No, Let's MJ go. MJ for sure. Um, MJ, Braun, Kobe, Shaq. Oh, mines. this is mine's. I know people, people might get a little upset about this. It's, it's all, listen, it's all relative. It's um, all personal. You, you you deserve to have your own person that AI. you want. In. Oh, of course. You can't argue yeah, AI. AI is yeah. one of the, the toughest, most competitive people that I've yeah. ever played against, but the fastest people I've ever played against. Yeah. That, that He deserves to be on that yeah, list. No today. question. That's my guy. That's yeah. what's up. Well, thank you, Tso Thank you at NBA All-Star Weekend, and thank you, Fox Sports.
3: Following, Skip and Shannon dissect the situation in Denver where a young fan reached out and touched Russell Westbrook. So, Shannon, what is your take on the situation? Russ
2: is absolutely right. Um, no, The close proximity, no mm-hmm. professional sports is as close as NBA basketball. Nothing like okay. it. I mean, because in hockey, you got the glass. And the football, you got the stands and whatever.
4: So so nothing is like this. Nothing is like this. Even golf, you do have ropes. Ropes, right. right? And you got Marshall standing. standing, This is the one where you can literally sit in your seat and
2: reach out and touch. touch, Right. Right? Because there have been times, Skip, you see when they take the ball out of bounds uh, on the side, that the official will ask the fans to step back (laughs) because the guy doesn't have any room to be out of bounds. Yep. He's absolutely right. Russell didn't know at the time that it was a child. And then once he realized it was, he used it as a teacher moment. I'm not so sure he would have reacted the same way had it been an adult, because he's had an incident before with a fan in Utah. And Russ is absolutely right. Look, they
4: should have asked the father and the son to leave the game, because players cannot... I I think the mom is there, too. It looks like she... So it'd be all... All all of them. All of them. At that point, yes. It looks like it's the mom. Because guess what, Skip?
2: Players can't go up in the stands. Because you don't want another malice in the palace. No, you don't. So... Well, it's just, a, it's just a child. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 And I don't want to hear this about they make millions of dollars, and no, you don't go to a game to be able to say what you want and to be able to touch a player. It's fine. And, oh, it's just, he just, everybody thought that was fine and good until guess what, Skip? Remember Monica Sellers? She like, to lost her life. She was never the same player nope. after that incident.
4: She got stabbed in the yeah. neck.
2: Yeah, you know, Russ didn't know his intention. All he know is somebody touched him. And he knew it wasn't an NBA player, and it wasn't an official. So now his reaction is he turned around, and then he realized it was a kid. He used it as a teaching moment. But come on, parents, mm-hmm. you know better. It would be the same if somebody walked up to you and t- you in the street, mm-hmm. and somebody put their hands on your child and tell mm-hmm. you, like, hold on, you don't know my child. I don't know you. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't pay. And, and people, they have this notion. Well, I paid all this, and the seats probably cost a thousand bucks. You pay to be close to the action not to be a part of the action. Mm-hmm. Don't touch the players. Yep. You didn't pay for that. Yell and scream, and, and, and you know, that's, that's the problem that I have, is that fans think because they pay an absorbent amount of money that they can say whatever they want, they can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But no, you don't want another malice at the palace. Keep Teach your kids how to go to a game, enjoy the game. They don't get it right because you paid $5,000, $10,000 for front row seats mm-hmm. to be able to touch the players. You should feel like you can, it's kind of like 3D. You like the action is like right there upon you and Mm -hmm. it actually is. But you don't become involved, you don't put Mm -hmm. your hands on the players. Because Russ didn't know that was a child until he turned around and then he's like, he reacted. But I can assure you, if that would have been an adult, that he would have got a very different response from Russ.
3: Finally, Nick and CeCe tell us why superstars don't wanna play with LeBron in Los Angeles.
0: Let's, all, let, let's not overreact to what has been unquestionably a bad, we're now on two-month stretch for the Lakers. From the moment LeBron James said, I felt the pop okay. d- d- on Christmas Day to right now, it's gone about as badly as it could for the Lakers. But unless LeBron went from, in the span of nine months, the consensus, consensus unquestioned best player in the world to where now he's, wow, that contract's going to be an albatross for them. They're still in Los Angeles. They still have a guy, when healthy, who's the best player in the world, or even if you don't believe that anymore, one of the three best players in the world. And... They have max salary cap space. This columnist in Golden State, or in the San Francisco area, I think it's a little self-serving. I think he knows Kevin Durant's probably leaving. And if that happens, LeBron James plus another superstar, we have seen that team beat the Kevin durant list Golden State Warriors. So, no, I don't buy that, well, the sky is falling, LeBron's kingdom is crumbling, because it's been a bad two months that right smack dab in the middle of it
6: coincided with LeBron's first injury of his career. What? I, I, I've been doing this long enough that I, I like when we have moments like this, especially a columnist from San Francisco, you know, with the rivalry with Los Angeles and especially with LeBron being there now. It's, it's hard sometimes not to write something that's slanted in your favor. And so I went back and and, and got something, the San Francisco Chronicle, that they wrote July the 4th. Nick, I want you to read that. Okay, July the 4th of
0: 2016.
6: Uh, Yes. All right. The day after they signed Kevin Durant. Headline, Warriors
0: will never be the same after signing Kevin Durant. Hooray, sort of. By landing Kevin Durant, the Warriors have pulled off the greatest coup in the NBA since LeBron James took his talents to South Beach. The Warriors' amazing transformation from longtime beat-down losers to America's Hoops team has taken another giant step. It's the story when they got Kevin Durant and talking about, we're excited, but it's going to be different now.
6: It's going to be very different, and the reason why is because we believe in Steph, but we don't believe in Steph going against LeBron wherever he is. And he said he had to put LeBron back into the story. They know the danger in the next couple years, especially with Kevin Durant. They know it's real. We saw the turmoil. We saw what, what Draymond said. We didn't make that up. Kevin Durant not committing to the Golden State Warriors. It's affect how people write stories. And him going there ultimately affected how they looked at that basketball team. But everyone in the basketball world knows they better not give LeBron another superstar. Why he's in his prime? Because he is the only player that the Warriors are terrified about. They're not afraid of James Harden. They're not afraid of Giannis. They haven't seen Giannis he might one day okay. be, but They're, not, they're not afraid of Kawhi. They're not afraid of Kyrie Irving and the Celtics. LeBron James is that guy. And the reason why, because they have felt it and they have seen it. We cannot forget how well LeBron has played. Forget about the series, how many games they won, how many they lost. But in those series, the numbers and the impact LeBron had on the game, almost playing the whole game mm-hmm. with no help or a little bit of help, the like four, they the real, they 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 NBA have not finals, forgotten it. The
0: four NBA finals. This is off the top of my head against the Warriors. The first one with Love and Kyrie out, 36-13 and nine, and went to six games. The second one down three-one, greatest three-game stretch in the history of basketball. They win the championship. The third one, he averaged a triple-double, and last year started the finals with a 51-9-9 with his second-best player being Jeff and they're one
6: stop away from changing that series. Absolutely.
0: Can
5: I just play devil's advocate for a second? Mm -hmm. So let's talk about today, February 27th. Is it on the table that a superstar out there says, if I'm going to make a big move like this, I want to win. I want to play with the best LeBron James, like, LeBron James as the best player in the league, a healthy LeBron James, and a team that I know is going to be built around us that we could win. None of those things are really true for the Lakers right now. Maybe he is just injured and he'll get back to vintage LeBron, but is it on the table that maybe that's the thought process that one of these superstars might be thinking? Well, I
0: think it might be. It certainly could be the thought process that one of these superstars is thinking, but it's much like if you're on on trial. You only need to convince one juror that you didn't do it and you ain't going to jail like they only right. need to convince one free agent. Mm-hmm. And LeBron Le- LeBron has relationships with all these guys and the respect level that he has amongst the other stars in the league. I just want right.
6: to go ahead see. And it's the Lakers. Well, LeBron's the on the Lakers. So before LeBron, they were in search of a star. After LeBron, they'll still be in search of stars. They are a franchise that is committed to championships. So, LeBron is a part of that. But we can't forget the impact that LeBron has on these players now. Their greatest player that they've ever seen is LeBron James. Listen, and real
0: quick, I just want to remind the audience, there's been a moment of potential crisis for LeBron's teams every time he's changed teams. And there have been columns written saying that... they lose to the Mavs. That wasn't the crisis yet. Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett are then talking cash money in LeBron's face. Game five of the Eastern Conference Finals, down 3-2 against Boston. And the stories are written. LeBron James is never going to fulfill his promise, never going to win a championship. He puts up the 45-15-5. and five. They win the title. It goes to Cleveland. Four years later, they lose the first first year in the finals. They're down 3-1. Story's written. LeBron's never going to deliver on his promise. I'd be careful writing the stories four years after that. LeBron's never going to deliver on his promise in L.A.
3: Thank you for listening to the Hoops on Fox podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review letting us know what you think of the show.